Uncle Alan, why didn't you save us in New York? I know you tried. That's why you switched shows. Thank you, baby. Welcome, everyone, to episode 320 of the Alleged Wrestling Podcast. It's it's the Steve and Steve show with Steve and Steve. How are we? Hi, everybody. I'm Steve, too. <laughs> hey. It's going to be a speed run this week, Fitz. It is what it is. Ooh, baby. I am all about finishing quick. That is yep. my motto. This is very much a lack of stamina episode. Uh, Nick is busy with life stuff. Gordo is in the air or... In I Green believe Bay, one or the other. I believe he has just gone into a Walmart to purchase a gun because that's what you do when you're in America. Apparently, that's what you do. Like, I mean, you gotta get those numbers up. I saw the yeah. the stat this week that uh, Maine was. I love the clarification that the Maine oh. shooting was the worst in history of 2023. You're like, if you have to clarify the year, you've got um, a serious fucking problem there, Steve. There's been over. And I, I heard this on the radio and I quoted quite literally, there has been over 470 mass shootings this year in America. Now, what I don't know like, what to classify as mass shooting. I could assume it's It's like three, three people. I think three or more or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, wow. What are we probably 300 ish days into the year? Uh, well, we've only two months left. So, yeah, yeah. three hundred is pretty good. Around three hundred. What, what did you say the number was? Four hundred and seventy. That's <laughs> like more than one Yeah, that's I don't know, man. That just it doesn't make any sense to me. I'll, I'll never understand it. Four sixty-five from the news article I saw. Ay ay ay. Uh, I don't know. Not our problem to solve fits. This is a high shield conversation where we solve all of the world's problems and well, not do you know it. what? In in memory of uh, our earlier shows, I am about to crack open a can because oh. I wanted I wanted a tasty beverage for tonight. Oh and would you join me in a tasty beverage? Uh, I, I'll join you if I'm forced to. If if I've no choice but to join I, you, I am literally reaching through the microphone, and I am twisting your arm right now, twisting okay, it. So good. I'm going to mute because the fridge is beside my microphone. So I'll be right back with a tasty beverage as per your decision. So Steve is going getting himself a filthy, filthily good stick of Heinomite because he's such a rugby fan. He always has the Heinomite in the fridge. And yeah, that's we're, we're throwing back to the old days when we used to always have a few cans while doing the podcast. Since then, we've kind of got a bit older, a bit more mature, uh, a bit tireder. Mainly. I'm back. Yeah, the, the tiredness is the key these days. I'll have to put the rugby hindermite into the chat. Yeah, you must. Let's see here. I had a nice glass of uh, sparkly boy, all ready to go. My my podcast beverage of choice. Oh, but no. Well, now I. As you know, I'm a, I'm a very cultured man, you know, mm -hmm. I, I, I like to consider myself very sophisticated in ways of the world. Um, however, what I'm having right now is not very sophisticated at all. Um, I am on the claws. <laughs> you're on the claws. Uh, okay. So you're getting white girl wasted. Oh, I wish I could get white girl wasted. 
That is the dream. Oh, well, working from home, so literally fall out of bed at about quarter past nine, the usual, you know? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Trust me, I know. (laughs) (laughs) We have a thing uh, called jump off, right? It's an old thing that was there when I first started that was gotten rid of because it had to be gotten rid of. And somehow it came back because of... uh, general morale issues you know uh, so it was brought back so i start at say seven or eight or nine or ten or eleven uh i don't want to go down that road to start complaining but i start at an hour okay. and uh jump off happens so i wake up i log into my laptop i i somehow manage to get my fingers to work on a mac which is really really not my style Ew. And I press my button and I say, hey, good morning, everyone. And I fuck off back to bed for 27 minutes and I come back in. Then specific. Three. Yeah. Well, I give myself three minutes to take a piss, grab a drink and then log in. You know, it is what it is. So you give people half an hour to not do anything and don't question them. And when all of your leads are in Canada, they're in bed at that point. Mm. You know, who's well, going to find out? I think it's a reasonable expectation that when you log in to work first in the morning, there is an expectation that you're, you know, you're going to clear through your emails and messages. So like, that's at least a half an hour just to bring yourself up to speed for the day. Yes. And to be fair, considering our role as the champions of knowledge and all this sort of stuff, it was badly needed. However, I found a workaround. I do it the night before. I'll just log into my phone and I'll see what's going on in the emails and on the, the work Facebook thing. And I'm all up to speed before I go to bed. And then I just go to bed, log in at the time I'm supposed to log in at, go back to bed then. Job done. Listen, military precision. It is what it is. Life's too short for this shit. I see you've played Knifey Spoonie before. Oh, oh, I've played Knifey Spoonie before. (laughs) Guess whose flight just got delayed by an hour? Oh, Gordo. Where are you now, Gordo? What part of the world are you in? (laughs) I'm going to make a guess. He's in Atlanta. Let's find uh, out. Chi-town. Oh, is he? Oh, okay. Yeah, that was connecting he, flight. He's gone there to see Chicago made punk, I believe. Oh, the chick magnet punk. Hmm. Gordon's going to get some scoopsies from him, I think. Four and a half hour layer. Oh, God. Um, Gordon, I'd go Gordo, home at that point. Break the news on how long your layover is on the way back. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. What could it possibly be? He's typing. Oh, fuck off. Gordo, <laughs> 11 and a half hours. That's like being an A&E in Galway last night. Not that I can speak uh, to that. Should we discuss the, the A&E from last night, maybe? But tell I was going to mute and cough. Tell us what you can tell us without dosing yourself. Um... Without toxin myself. So yeah, uh, Kira had to go to the hospital last night. She's not feeling great. Uh, we went at, I think we got there around half five, quarter to six. And I ah, gave well, up sure. at 10 o'clock. Yeah, I gave up at 10 o'clock. I was like, I'm going home. And she was like begging me to leave at this point. Because <laughs> I watched the whole Newcastle and Dortmund game on Virgin Media 1 on front of me. And I was like, I'm done now. I'm going home. And I was like, what's your cutoff time? Is it is it 11? Is it 12? Is it 1? Is it 2? And she was like, whatever. I don't know. We'll see what happens. She got her bloods done at half 7. And okay. then... Pretty quick. Nothing. Yeah. So it was 2 hours. Uh, nothing then until about 1 o'clock. 
which is insane. It's like, oh. wait, it was half seven, so it was about half one, so it was what, five and a half hours? Six hours? Five hours, right? Ouch. Five hours, six hours, whatever it was. Okay. And then, yeah, got home at 3 a.m. It's just like, it's, that's, that was a nine-hour trip to A&E for a person with health insurance. It just so happened that the Galway Clinic was closed because they don't open past 6 p.m. You're like, why am I paying all this money on health insurance when you can't even use it when you need it? Ah, I yeah. could go down that road about insurance being a scam all day. But... <laughs> It's just, I, I know we need like a, a proper, like, well, golf is just notoriously bad anyway. So like, that's Real just bad. trying to take that in isolation, but yeah. there should be better primary health service centers out there. Like I know, uh, Aviva, not Viva, Leia, the, the company I'm with have a, a center there in Briar Hill, but again, that's only nine to five. So yeah. anything outside of business hours, you still have to go to the university hospital, which uh, like you said last night, it's just a fucking a landmine of things. Uh, even if you could drive there, you can't park there because there's no parking spots. There's no mm-hmm. parking around the place because it's in the middle of a fucking uh, built-up area. Uh, there always seem to be understaffed and overly populated yep. with patients. I just don't understand how they haven't really figured out that they need a second full-time 24-7 hospital service in Galway. That's accessible yeah. for everyone. It's bad. Uh, Rory, she did that. Um and the discussion was just waited out till the morning, but uh, the doctor herself was concerned. So we were like, cool, let's go there. Um, and Kira herself was concerned and that's why she didn't leave. So uh, I just gave up at 10 o'clock. I couldn't hack it anymore. And I did. And I, I was texting the lads last night. I was like, around midnight, it was like, I'll go back out. And then she was like, if you come back out here, I will cut your face off kind of thing. You know, so I was like, OK, cool. I'm fine. I'll, I'll go and. I could use this as a tangent, but I won't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to say I could go play the Metal Gear Solid games. Um, but you're right, Fitz. Uh, you're looking at it and you're seeing the staff there. And to be fair, there's a new... Emer- Do you, know, you remember the emergency department where it was originally? It was at the front of the hospital. Then it was down the back. It was literally a prefab. Now it's back up the front again. And the seats, thank God. Because last time we were there, there were no seats. We we're sitting on the floor, <laughs> which was not good. Uh, it was real bad. But now the seats, it wasn't as bad. It was much better than last time. We're like sitting in front of a TV. So I got the Newcastle and Dortmund game on. It's not too bad. Mm. But like you can see this, you can see in the staff, they're just so wrecked. It, it's yeah. sad. And it's not their fault. What can you do? What no, can you do? Um, like I, I haven't had too much experience of the hospital, thankfully. I was only there to see... Uh, I don't even know what you call them, uh, consultant when I was getting my wisdom teeth out like seven, six mm-hmm. years ago. So like that was only my, my only time there. So it was literally a, a scheduled appointment. Uh, other than that, I've had to pick up a couple of people from there. Um, but I've had a normal experience. What I, well, what I'd consider to be normal. You know, you go when you're supposed to go, you get seen when you're supposed to get seen and you leave when you're supposed to leave. But I have heard so many stories. Uh, yeah. Uh, mainly from you and Gordo, to be fair, of the, the amount of time just wasted there. And I don't even think it's it's a case that more staff would fix it. I think there's just pure fundamental problems with the structure of that hospital. Like you need yeah, obviously to fucking nuke it and fucking build it from the bottom up again. But as we know, we can't build there. hospitals in Ireland. 
<laughs> it's very true yeah it's impossible uh rory said a witness a lad in his 30s bleed out and die in the old waiting room Jesus. and then there's the whole uh what's her name halapanavar was that oh t- yeah i can't remember her first Sita. name it's awful like re yes which Sita. led to uh the abortion referendum that was called yeah. yep all because the doctors um, were afraid to do what they knew they should have done uh, that's Galway University Hospital for you, boys. <laughs> it's not great. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, it was just, no, look, this was a much more pleasant uh, situation than it was the last time. And given what we were there for the last time, we should have been seen a lot sooner, but that's neither here or there. Uh, sitting on the corner, I was literally sitting on the ground when someone is in there for emergency treatment is mm. not not good no it's very scary That's when you like see proper emergencies come through yes uh, but more are importantly how is the dark lady today uh, she's okay yeah she's all good uh, still has the the situation but hopefully okay. we'll be okay in the coming days let's see what happens see what happens wow. uh, <laughs> you can just remind her in the, the future world. that when she's getting sick try to do it during business hours at least <laughs> so the funny thing is she did and she couldn't make it across town before six o'clock not fucking oh, mental rage like you pay all this money in, in health insurance and because you can't physically make it through because of the traffic log jam that is Galway <laughs> city you you can't make use of what you're paying for every month <laughs> it, it, it's just one of those things where you sit back and go how has the human race got to this point Do you know like how is how is this a thing <sighs> Galway, ladies and gentlemen. Old days, COVID lockdown when the A&E was empty. <laughs> Rory, this place was rammed last night. It was it was like a pub if United or Liverpool were playing. It, it was like there was a load of Newcastle and Dortmund fans in the fucking A&E last night. It was rammed oh, no. non-stop. And then every time you saw some cl- cheers clear out, more would arrive. Jeez. You're like, fuck me. Now, look, I don't want to talk about people's conditions, right? But... There was parents bringing kids in with a limp, getting in ahead of other people. I'm like, that woman is clearly 80 years old. Let her go ahead of the child who broke his leg. For the love of God. You know what I mean? Like, it was some of those things where, like, that bone's going to heal. He'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Relax. Like, <laughs> how does he get in ahead? How they prioritize these things. Like, they obviously uh, have a way of prioritizing because, you know, you have to, based on severity, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like like that, every time you're in there, you see some cases where like, how are you being seen before this person who clearly needs yeah. more serious attention? Uh, Rory, not losses. my experience last night, at least. Kids having their own separate A&E. Not my experience last night. Uh, there was a good few kids in there. Uh, which also is grim, but currently, as of last night, that was not the case. Uh, maybe that was the case previously, but not last night, at least. A rough one. it's like it's like you know you're in a pizza shop and your number is called you're like yes (laughs) but then some fucker comes in who had a car crash and you're like you prick oh of course (laughs) because you're gonna die you're ahead of me but I've been here for four hours you know there's the good old Irish brother you love to see (laughs) (laughs) how dare you get seen and possibly live because you're here we don't know if 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 this was caused by your own hand Uh (laughs) (laughs) oh bless Oh, it's rough. It's rough. It's rough that you uh, you start to like begrudge people around you. We're like, how sick are you though? You know, like it's it's bad. It shouldn't be like that. You know, but oh, that's the that's the way cookie crumbles. 
That is the way it is. Things are rough. But I think most countries are a bit fucked these days, so that's the way everything is going. For sure. <laughs> we started off with the main shooter, and here we are with any wait times. Not too bad. Did <laughs> <laughs> you see no. what I shared in the chat, actually, just before we went live? My representatives from fucking Hamas have gone to meet with the fucking Ruskies, and apparently a delegation from um, Iran are going as well. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. They'll solve the this problem. Hamas and Iran all together. Nothing could go wrong there. Absolutely oh. nothing could go wrong. All we need oh, is the fucking North Koreans to join in. It's a full proper party then, like. A nightmare blunt rotation there. Fuck me. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we won't even ah, get into that. Yeah, it's, it's 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 a spicy meatball. I don't want to touch, to be honest. I'm no, like, nah, no. Nah, Let's just be nah. grateful that our troubles are yes. only about having to wait five hours for medical attention. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, mental. Um, how's life? Life is good. Fucking busy. You know the the season that I live in right now. Tis so the season. It is the usual shit. Uh, Back to um, the AEW medical team. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> wow. Uh, wow. Um, do you know the way during COVID uh, things were nice and rosy because, you know, everyone was spending loads of money and such and whatnot? Yes, sir. But now that things are quietening down a bit and people aren't spending as much money again, you know, that's when the, the businesses really look to look inward and make sure that they're doing everything right. And that can only mean, you know, good things for people who have to do the work oh, and yeah. doing all of these things and answer Absolutely. questions that are very obviously uh, answerable and oh, oh yeah times like this really make you uh, feel important in your job and not like a number <laughs> <laughs> hashtag oh. 30 for 30 I'll say no hashtag more we need high stools <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh yeah. Turn off Craig there and let's talk. Um, <laughs> Let me talk to you. Me. <laughs> Let me talk to you. Uh, good stuff. Uh, yeah, all good here too. Uh, still employed somehow. Not too bad. God damn it, I thought you've been trying to get fired for months now. Just need to. Well, as soon as the, the when you when you when you open up Excel file and you're like, okay, let's do the budget, and you're like, oh fuck, okay, I cannot get fired now. I need to survive until August <laughs> oh. of next year gonna just oh, hopefully yeah. reach the earnings call of august 2024 and we're good that's that's all we need that's all we need so you had a, um, an expensive week last week you were saying god it's it's still going to be honest um how so yeah so uh, we dropped into <laughs> idiocy really more than anything else um have you had a week where you had to spend a lot of money and all of a sudden your purse strings are a little looser because you're like what difference does a fucking make at this stage? Do you know those kind of weeks? I bought my car, but I, 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 I'm not, I don't think I've ever or will ever go to the, the levels of what you just had to go through. Oh, it was bad. It was bad. And it was just like, well, what difference could it possibly make? There was a, there was a massive deposit paid there on Sunday. Um, and then the Metal Gear Solid release. So that was, you have to complete the shrine, you know? But that was money set aside. That wasn't real money. That was money I was not spending anyway. Oh, this is girl uh, math. So that was cash money, was it? Yeah, yeah. So I returned it, therefore I made a profit. You know, that kind of yeah. way. 
Um, I love Grandmaster. But yeah, there was the deposit, uh, four copies of the Metal Gear Solid game, and uh, you're just going to town to buy a jacket today, which luckily, because there's no hashtag men's fashions in Galway anymore, um, didn't didn't come, end up coming out with a jacket. Had a lot oh, of pictures wow. of jackets to be approved by the missus. Oh. Uh, but other than Why that, don't you just sent her out to buy one for you? That would save a lot of heartache. Uh, you know, she'd, she'd make me look like one of the One Directioners or something. You know, you don't want to be you don't want to be looking like that. You want to have some say in it. But you don't. But, uh, but you, you look at like <laughs> the youths. Fitz, have you watched the youths lately? I work with the youths. Lads in my the office youths. haven't worn socks since 2012. Oh, it's unbelievable. The youths I now, know. Uh, the fashion now seems to be looking homeless. Seems to be <laughs> the, the fashion these days. Or wearing uh, FUBU jeans from 2002. Uh, FUBU. Remind me what that is. Uh, it was the old, old baggy uh, cargo jeans with the side pockets. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that seems to be the fashion within in the youth culture. These and uh, mustaches and mullets seem to be a big thing now. So they're eighties footballers. Is the that's it's it's a weird thing. So they've moved past the peaky blindery. <laughs> so first off, <laughs> it was it was the One Direction stuff. Then it went on to peaky blinder stuff, and now you are a Limp Biscuit fan of two thousand and one. That seems to be the fashion these days. What a time to be alive, huh? <laughs> oh, it's mad. So I go to a shop to try and buy a jacket. Fuck me, man. It's. Do you remember the old goalkeeper jerseys from the, say, n- 1994 in the Premier League? I'm, I'm picturing Peter oh, Schmeichel yeah. with the multicoloured jersey. The away United goalkeeper jersey. That's a hoodie now. And oh, you're like, baby. why does everyone look like this? Like, what's going on in the yeah. shops? I don't know. Also, I'm, skinny bl- I'm not a fan of these skinny youths as well. With their with their bulletproof ways, I know they can go out and have a pizza and a pint, and it won't affect them for three weeks. Unbelievable! It's downright ignorant. That's what it is. Yep, ignorant. <sighs> Good stuff. Terry McDermott is in the chat. How has this happened? The Neville Southall look. I have to oh, sneeze. Wow. Fill some airtime. Filling some airtime because Steve's an old man and he's got to go air out the prostate. Who mm, knows? Didn't need to sneeze. It was there, and uh, as soon as I decided it was time, it wouldn't let me. Hate <sighs> that. Hate that. What's the plans for the, the big four zero anyway? <laughs> if I make it there, let's see if I'm still alive. Uh, control yourself, pal. Vince McMahon would be disgusted at me. <laughs> um, what's going on just, in life and, and wrestling life. and stuff. Uh, Harry Maguire. Uh, United's new savior. Oh yeah, yeah. He's the new Eric Cantona. I hear. I have looked at Twitter. I have seen the bloggers. <laughs> he can do no wrong. <laughs> Copenhagen and uh, Brentford. You know that's that. These. What was the thing Gordo shared? These are the the three dragons you must slay. <laughs> <laughs> was it Copenhagen, Brentford, and yeah, fuck it, who was it? Yeah, yeah. And Onana. Fair play to him. Onana managed to save a shot, which is good. Oh, Nana. He's still shit. Good for him. I hear oh, David Gunnar- is on his way back about, to the Premier League. Did you hear about the Garnacho situation? I have not. Please enlighten me. So, uh, Onana saved the penalty. And Garnacho yes. quote tweeted or used a picture 
Um, so for people who don't know who Anana is, uh, is he from Cameroon? I think he's from Cameroon. I want to say yes. So he's a, he's a goalkeeper. So he's a large man who happens to be black, right? Yes. And Garnacho posted the picture because, uh, Onana's like doing the flexed out shit. He's like, you know, all pumped up muscly. And he posted a two gorilla emojis over the picture. Not great. Not great. Um, because of, you know, general football fans and the monkey chants and all that stuff to black players. Uh, it's not what he meant. Clearly, it's not what he meant. Onana had to then come out and make a statement going, that's not what he meant. Clearly, what are you talking about? But the FA are looking into it as we speak. <laughs> yeah. All we need oh, now is FA. a suspension. That's Great all. Bunch of lads. On top of the 400 injuries we have. No, Allow to be Man fair, City right? he... to fiddle the books for fucking yep. 12 years without any punishment. But fucking God forbid a player should put out a tweet in support of his own colleague and friend that could be misconstrued in any way, shape or form. Uh, he is yep. to be punished. Yeah, it's insane. Um, it, it's mad that the player has to come out. Like anyone reading or seeing that would like be like, okay, that's a bit dodge, mate. But we know what you're trying to say. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> now, he is 18, I think, or 19, one or the other. Very young. So a, an idiot, right? Yeah. And a footballer, a double idiot. So you can see how these things happen. But like, Also, from Argentina, so you've got a big language barrier as well. Yes. But you have to understand how that would appear. Like, it's so fucking... What is it with our wingers, Fitz? It's constant. We, it's constant. Well, no, uh, I don't know if he's done any of the diddling yet. So, like, I'll reserve judgment for that just for now. Well, you know, it would be the, the style at the time. Talk United 12 points instead. Oh, no, no, no. Manchester United, a shit. Won two matches in a row, though. That's good. Man, do you know what's really goals. scary, right? If Spurs manage to win tomorrow night, Friday night, we will go into November as Premier League leaders. Madness. <laughs> it's mad. Uh, man, I'm telling you, Big Ange. I'm loving yeah, Big Ange instead. Made of mine's a Liverpool fan and he was telling me during the summer going, this lad is serious. Like, this guy's really fucking good. But he came from Celtic. I was like, nah. Celtic to Spurs. Oh, <laughs> look, all due respect. Oh, I was like, no, whatever. 100%. You know what I mean? 100%. It's, yeah. Uh, but fuck me, he's doing well. It's amazing what happens. <laughs> like I sent on the Paddy Power clip during the week, right? It's amazing what happens for the fans when you've got a manager that doesn't hate the club, hate the players, and hate life itself. <laughs> like, yeah. Just tries. Fuck me, bringing in James Madison was an obvious choice. I'd love to have seen him in a couple of years ago, but he's reminding me of Christian Eriksen in his heyday. Just fucking pinging balls around the high press. Fuck, it's beautiful to watch. I'm actually enjoying watching football again for the first time in about five years. <laughs> I'm on the opposite side where I'm dreading. Like, we have City on Sunday. That's going to be a rough day. That's going to hurt. The, the funny um, thing is, right, you say that, but you'll probably win. Yeah, it'd be classic Man United to beat City. Like, to scrape mm -hmm. a 2-1 and then lose to fucking... Uh, Copenhagen next week or something. Who fucking knows? We can't... 
what gigs would have heartwarming Netflix documentary 15 years after his infidelity. No comment. Mm. Uh, <laughs> you watched the Beckham thing. Kira watched it too. And she was asking me football questions based on the Beckham documentary. And mm. it was very funny. Oh, all right. Well, what was Go on, hit me with a few questions. One of the big things was like, they froze him out of the team. They made him train by himself when he's leaving for Real Madrid. And we're like, obviously. Like, yeah, you're not going to be part of the plans for the club. You're negotiating with another club. Why would you be training with them? And she couldn't really understand that. I was like, that's very mean. I was like, well, he's not going to be in the side. So. Was this when he, he was with um, Real Madrid, but going to L.A.? No, this was uh, the way was. she explained it to me. I haven't seen it myself yet. Was that what it was? Yeah. Oh, okay. So she she explained to me that he was leaving United going to Madrid. Uh, so no. I haven't seen it. But I was like, it that was would fucking... make perfect sense. <laughs> no, Fergie just fucked him. Like, Fergie yeah. comes across as an absolute cunt in this. Yeah, not surprised. e-bag. Like he, yeah. he, he thought that Bex was getting too big for his britches. And mm-hmm. literally agreed a deal with Barcelona to sell him to Barcelona. And Beckham was not clued in at all. The first he heard about it was when it was in the tabloids. That deal was done. So he rings up the club, asks to speak with Fergie. Fergie refuses to talk to him. So he's literally waiting there trying to talk to someone. Fergie finally picks up the phone and uh, Beck says, no, I'm not going to Barcelona. Like I love the club. I want to, I want to stay here. But Fergie had had too much of uh, the distractions, so to speak, even though he was still... Yeah performing class on the pitch because he's a class player he's david beckham um, the most underrated player probably of all time i i wouldn't disagree with that you know he definitely yeah. doesn't get the love for his footballing ability that he should do um and he says look if you if you really want me to leave united i will leave but i want to go to where i want to go and that's when he said i want to go to real madrid and <laughs> florentino perez has just uh, pointed at one of the towers in madrid and said you're my next yeah. black to go <laughs> yeah exactly Ring the Spanish government, fund this transfer. <laughs> yeah, um, but him, he he comes across so well. Like he's, you can tell he's just a nice guy. Like yeah. above everything else, above the fashion, above the the cars, glamour, whatever you want to talk about, you can genuinely want to sit down and have a pint with him. That's yeah, sort of lad seems like a nice guy. Uh, even Victoria rated. You you think that she'd be a bit up herself, but uh, she came across very well as well. Uh, I've always loved the fact that Dave, or that Roy Keane is obsessed with him. And it was like, you know, people around about his professionalism and his, his celebrity lifestyle. They were like, if Roy Keane is defending this man, you know he's the most professional man that ever lived. You know, that kind of way. Mm-hmm. You're just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's mad. Keane has said multiple times that he didn't give a fuck what Bex did outside of the pitch because every time didn't he was matter. at training, every time he was playing, he gave 100% and that's all he wanted from him. Yeah, because, because Roy Keane was on the piss in random pubs in Manchester for the 16 years he was there. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Uh, wrestling, I suppose. We're already it past did what, the amount of time we said we would do. We did say <laughs> this was a speed run. We're 39 okay. minutes in when the plan was 17. So so me and Gorda kind of hijacked the show last week and instead of talking the weekly stuff, we, we ranted a bit. So we talked about why we thought AEW was starting to fail a bit and what WWE are doing quite well. So I'm going to throw it to you this week, Steve, and see... Okay. Because we would be more of a kind of habitual viewers, so we would watch it regardless. We'll just automatically tune in of a, say, a Tuesday for Raw or Wednesday for NXT, the day after kind of a job. 
you're kind of a more uh, quintessential casual viewer. You know, you'll tune in yeah. if there's something big happening or whatever. Now. I would say it lapsed. Yeah, and even that, I think you're an awful, awkward cunt because you know you'll only watch like a, a two minute championship match, and if it goes over eight minutes, you're appalled by the concept mm-hmm. of it. No wrestling uh, match should go more than ten minutes unless it's the main event. We know this <laughs> scientific. Uh, so tell me what um. What has been drawing you to WWE lately and what has been turning you away from AEW? So I stopped. I sound like we're in in an AA meeting here. I was like, I stopped watching (laughs) AEW in 2021. I gave, yeah, uh, CM Punk touched me uh, in the bad place. No, I gave up uh, 2021, late 2021. I was like, ah, I can't be arsed with this. The the matches are just not for me. And there's, there's rarely um any storylines especially at that time it was just you know the the rng was happening and was like here's a tag match like this week okada's in the match we're like why though like what what do you mean okada's in the match like i'm so confused but anyway so i don't think much has changed in three years or two years i should say in aw uh i've always felt the way you're feeling now and most people are feeling now um I think WWE has objectively gotten a lot better. I think there's still a lot of problems there. Mm. Uh, general pacings of the show and the... It was like, Seth Rollins is on the way to the ring right now. Ad break. Comes mm. back. Backstage promo. Ad break. Comes back. Seth Rollins has been standing in the ring for 15 minutes getting cold. And you know what I mean? It's just one of those things. But the storytelling has been much better. The bloodline has obviously carried that company for a while and they're kind of trying to pass it off to um fucking judgment day now and it's doing kind of kind of well i'm always here for finn Balor getting main event pushes mm-hmm. but generally things have been better you, you can see in the last year whatever triple h has taken over now i had aw on last night when i was trying to get this fucking metal Gear solid collection to run on steam properly so i had it on i didn't watch it in detail but i can't say i disliked the show i thought it was i thought it was enjoyable uh, it's been a while since no. I watched it live. I'm liking the the walls closing in on MJF, but I think that's literally the only story right now. There's nothing else to to, to uh, hook you in. Not a lot. Um, like it's a weird kind of a show when you've got Ric Flair RVD on, on an episode of Dynamite. And yeah. Okada making his uh, television debut as well for the company. So there was a lot of weird things happening uh, last night. But like I said, it was a good show, but the RNG still hits hard every week. You don't know why yeah. something's happening. Um, they seem to be doing a kind of a weird, drawn-out story with uh, MGF where, you know, is Adam Cole actually injured? Has he actually had surgery? What's mm. going on with Roddy? Who's the man under the, the devil mask? There's just a lot of layers to it, so like I'll, I'll reserve judgment on it until I see the payout. It is first, interesting. Yeah, I think it's it, interesting. I think it's elevated. It's my level of interest in it because there's not pretty much nothing else happening. Yeah, um, outside the MGF stuff, which there is a lot of. There's a lot of branches. Um, yeah. Now I don't. What really I would know, say. No, to is be there, fair, I am lapsed, but I keep up with enough to know what's going on to at least come here and sit in front of a microphone. So if exactly. there was a major storyline, I would know about it or whatever. So plus, um, heroes rant every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm <laughs> starting to feel I'm starting to feel like AEW is being booked week to week on the back of a cigarette packet, a yeah. la how Vince used to do it in 2016. 
it feels very it's, much like yeah. that they're ripping up the show and they're booking week to week like next week um no not even next week on collision this weekend fucking uh, kenny omega's getting a title shot against mjf yeah. cheetah's defending against the winner of a four-way from rampage why are they stacking a random collision on a saturday night at the end of october is there there's not american football no no not on saturday night okay so what's on yeah. that Saturday night? Is there an MLB game seven or some shit? Like there must be something. Honestly, I I couldn't tell you. I know NBA season yeah. started back this week, so maybe there is yeah. a big game or something like that. But in in terms of normal kind of regular competition, I wouldn't say there's college much. football. College football, okay. Um, but I think collision ratings have been not great for a couple of months. You know, there, there's a there's a there's a key denominator there. Um, Mr. Collision is not there. So, um, yeah, um, it's 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 interesting. I do think that they're going in two different ways, and I agree. I'm I'm only half hour in, so I haven't missed the whole show. But I was nodding along, going, "Yep, yep, totally agree." The whole way through all of what you were saying. Um, I don't think the six man Ring of Honor Elite versus the Hardys and dude from Private Party isn't help is helping things. God no. I don't but understand I have to piss. that. I'll let you rant about that and I'll be right back. <laughs> I don't understand it. So, you, yeah, you'd, uh, the ROH six man tag championships being defended. Young Bucks and Hangman defending against Matt and Jeff Hardy and Isaiah Cassidy from Private Party. Like, sure, like one of the biggest criticisms we've had of AEW since its inception was when the purchase of Ring of Honor happened. And the influx of Ring of Honor championships being defended on AEW television was a fucking overkill. To the point of it was, it turned an awful lot of people off because it diluted the waters way too much. So you could have fucking the women's title being defended one week, the men's, the tag, the trios. There was just far too many championships being on television. And then the, the native AEW titles didn't get a look in. Especially at a time when they were fucking adding new titles as well with the TBS championship and the All Atlantic as it was then and now the International. If a title is being defended every week, it loses its its significance. You know, you need to make the champion look and feel like a champion. But if the title has been defended every week and flipping relatively quickly, then it loses all its appeal very, very, very quickly. the match is fine, Indeed. but the, the Bucks haven't changed in five years. I'm finally coming yep. along to that way of thinking now. I heard you say that, and I was going to text you. and was like, Fitz agrees with me. Thank God, <laughs> yes. Uh, like, it, I've been one of their defenders. Cause I, I quite enjoy their, their work for, for the large part. But the problem is, is that when they have, when don't change either their match style, their in-ring work, or anything else about them, then why should I stay interested? I am uh, of the opinion that they've been having the same matches since the mid-2010s in Ring of Honor, and they haven't changed. Matt, or Nick Jackson still does the thing where he kicks someone, then he does a little flip through the ropes, and he does the ACA moonsault out to the ringside. He does the same <laughs> spots. He does the big boss man matches at the same mm. five spots over and over again. Which and is fine. It's, it's like, you know, it's fine, yeah. touring it's fine. Yeah. Exactly. And exactly. You get different I was people just going to say we watch the Young week. Bucks. We watch the Young Bucks in OTT. Great yeah. crack. Very fun. 
Yeah. But you saw it live. It's different live. It's yeah. just if you, every time they're on TV, it's the same match. Every match is the same. Mm-hmm. They've never evolved like, past that point. And instead of taking that criticism on the chin and saying, okay, well, let me look inward and see if there's actually anything we can do to make ourselves feel more interesting to the to the viewer on TV. They, they, and this is one of the biggest criticisms of Hangman as well, is that he, he kind of looked at himself and said, no, I like what I do. People like what I do. So why would I change? That's, that's well, not the listen point. to Terry Funk, etc. Yeah, like, look, like, we can criticize Chris Jericho's modern day work ethic all we want, but that man has been in the business for 30 years, has reinvented himself multiple times over, and can get a fucking gimmick over that says one word. Yeah. Like, so here's, really- here's a question I was thinking yeah. of while I was listening to you last week. Name a wrestler in AW, and I'll, I'll say MGF so you can't say it, right? Okay. Name a wrestler in AW or, or an entity in AW that has evolved in four years that aren't just the same they were four years ago. Um, MGF is the only person I could think of where it has a clear, definite evolution. Yes. I think Statlander. Uh, oddly enough, with from the same training school. Isn't that interesting? Um, really? Yeah, they're both from the Creator Pro. Brian Myers. What was his name in WWE? Oh, uh, Curtis, no. Uh, Curtis Axel. No, uh, no. He's Zach Ryder's tag partner. The, yeah. Uh, you know who I mean. Um, yeah, Statlander. Didn't think of Statlander. That's a fair point. So we have MJF um, and Statlander, who you could think. Kurt Hawkins. Thank you, Gordo. Kurt. There, I knew there was a Kurt somewhere. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, Curtis <what>? Axel. <laughs> uh, no, I, I could probably think, to think. of more way. Uh, I think Orange Cassidy maybe uh, he still does his shtick but he's he's now become like uh, the intercontinental champion style worker you know where he's yeah. the, the guy who does the matches you know um, just trying to think like Young Bucks are the same Omega I, I still think Omega has never been properly utilized by AEW nope. even when he was the champion 100% um, Danielson is Danielson uh, you're not going to get him evolving in any way. He is 40 odd. He's that's him. He's done. Yeah. Mox um, is Mox. Mox is Mox. Mox came in as Mox. You could say that Dean Ambrose and Mox are different and that there's an oh, evolution 100%. there, but he came in as Mox. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Jericho has always been Jericho. Uh, he'll change certain things here and there, but he's Jericho. Darby's always uh, been Darby. Yeah. Um, what's is out yeah. there you're just fucking hit the head was extremely over for a long time uh isn't on TV. i suppose she's sitting at home now i saw a great excuse for like where's Britt baker she's at home with adam it's like okay so say the injury is super super real he broke his ankle he's not dying he'll be fine he just, mm-hmm. <laughs> just needs to be at home looking after him he'll be fine so i don't think that's why she's at home uh um, home because she not needed for the story because yep. she's fucking just to, you know, Gordo has it. He found one. Sammy Guevara has gone from one fiance to a completely different wife in the space of four years. Fair play to him. Wow. Sammy Guevara has evolved. He evolved from one fiance wow. to the next. Um, but yeah, no, genuinely, like, I mean, there might be the odd case here. And I think Statlander is a great show. I hadn't considered her. But outside of that, I just don't know. Uh, wow. There's nobody else. Christian, I mean, that's not a bad shout either. 
he came in as the the worker outwork everyone and now he's just you know if your dad is dead mm. he's got problems <laughs> 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 but I do uh, think that's a, a meme vote there for Christian. But you know what I mean? Like there's yeah. uh MGF is the only one I can think of. That I like Samoa Joe as well. Although he's kind of along yeah. the same lines of being the, the but, big bastard, you know? Yeah, he's just Samoa Joe. Which is fine, which is totally fine. That's that's what he's there for. Jericho is there to be Jericho, Joe is there to be Joe, Danielson's there to be Danielson. But of yeah. the young crowd that has never, and I would consider the young box as part of the, you know, I wouldn't say the young crowd, you know what I mean? The the originals, the mm. the tent poles of the company. Like Could Wardle, look at Wardle, Wardle, maybe. gets over, they send him home for four months yeah. and he's gone. Uh, Willie Hobbs gets uh push every six months and then he's gone. He's about to lose to fucking Jericho next week or whenever that match is happening. They're bringing the big show out. Hey, Ricky Starks. Oh, Ricky Stonks, yeah, that's a great shout. I guess, yeah. That's not bad. Collision's been great is he for just, him. Isn't he just Ricky Starks, though? Yeah, is, he always, is it just that he's on TV more? Am I being too critical there? I don't know. I'm a huge fan of Ricky Starks. But Maybe. This is where we are. We're, we're clutching at straws. You know what I mean? Like it, We're trying to find something. Um, just trying to think else. Garcia went the other way. Yeah, you're right, Rory. Garcia went totally the other way. I think yeah. that probably that was there to broaden his horizons or whatever. But now he's just stuck in the the Miro limbo, as I like to call it. He's just stuck. <laughs> it's like yeah, I think that is his story arc as well, though. Is that you know he's going to be reborn and come back to being the, the serious competitor as well. If and it even looks like they're trying to tease that as well, so hopefully that that's where they come back to. Yeah, no, yeah and it seems a, to be a, a Twitter topic, so you know Tony Khan is going to do it because he sees chatter about it. So that's good, at least. That man loves tweeting. He does indeed. Um, yeah, mad. Is Ratten else turning you off from AEW these days? Not turning me off. I'm just, I just don't have the interest levels. Um, they don't do any of the stupid shit as much as they used to do. Like, although I did see a clip of a Canadian Destroyer Party, and I was like, "This is why nobody watches your TV show." Just like, stop this non. It was, of course, good friends, the Lucha Brothers, were doing a Canadian Destroyer Party two or three oh, weeks ago, God. and I was like, "Oh man, oh how can I watch this at half two in the morning? I can't do it." Um, nothing turning me off. It does nothing grabbing me. Uh, the MGF thing, though, I am interested in. Uh, I wonder if I didn't have it on last night when I was trying to sort this shit out last night. Would I would I even know it's going on? But I enjoyed it. Yeah. And again, you, you can't... A criticism of... Sorry, I, I totally redact. <laughs> a criticism of the show can't be, well, if I wasn't watching, how was I supposed to know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know what I mean? Like, um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a decent show last night. Uh, I do think there's a lot of weird shit going on. The RNG matches, like the six man and the, the tag team match at the end there. Yeah, like, they've definitely yeah. lost their way with, you know. They don't build to things, yeah. One of the things that I said way back when in the fucking, back when we were doing the website, before AEW even had a TV show, I gave a few predictions for what I'd like to see with AEW. One of them that they actually brought in from the get-go was the ranking system. The ranking system, I loved when they had it there. You know, it can be used as a crutch at times, for sure. 
but it brings in a level of legitimacy that you don't normally see within professional wrestling. Yeah. It makes things make sense when they shouldn't really make sense. But they, they dropped it a couple of years ago, and in my mind, indiscriminately. And I really don't understand why. And I since then, was, the booking has been really random. I wonder if Tony was like, this is just too hard to map out these, you know, because it was always like, why does Gordo have a title shot this week? It was like, well, he won four matches in a row on AW Dark that nobody watched. You're like, all right, then. Cool, I guess. I wonder if he just give up. Like, why am I trying to build a challenger that is going to lose in three weeks time? just to have them win random matches on AW Dark. I wonder, did he just go, fuck this? That's You'd wonder. my thought, at least. I don't know. It, yeah, I did like the rankings, too. Because since then, it's been tournaments and battle royals. Every time, like, you know, people uh, say, oh, the AW booking is great, and they book long-term. I was like, no, no, they don't. Because every time someone needs a title shot, they do a battle royal or a tournament. Like, every fucking time. We talked about this ages ago. So, yeah. it, the rankings kind of... Um, guided that and it's not there Absolutely. anymore um, but what they, what it meant when they had There's the rankings was a fjord or an inlet <laughs> <laughs> there you go nice well, at least bush, when the there crime was, solving boat at least when there was the rankings it forced them to book long term do you know what I mean because like, yeah. right now what's the what's the reason that they need to book long term there isn't one. You know, they can go and change no. on a whim whenever they want to. Yeah, and true. They do. And they I know they've been oh, very Lord, unlucky. They do. They've been very unlucky with injuries, so I'll give them that little bit of a caveat, but... Like, yeah. So we'll we discussed the, the, the online discourse of this week. Uh, well, it's what we saw today. The, uh, the Eddie Guerrero spot in the women's match last night. Did you see this? Oh, Have you heard oh, about this? I, I could not avoid it, even if I wanted to. Yeah. So, uh, they did the Eddie Guerrero spot. It was a title match. Ruby saw Chris Statlander, and they did the Eddie Guerrero spot. But, you know, the, the swerve Eddie Guerrero spot, where they throw the title, the chair back and forth. It's like, you're going to disqualify it. No, you're going to disqualify it. And you're looking at it going, why would the challenger want to look like, like the, the idea is that you're framing somebody. I was like, oh, disqualify this person. If you get disqualified, you don't win the title. So why would you do that? And they did the same in the Wembley main event, which infuriated me. I was like, why would Adam Cole want to get disqualified in the main event in the world mm -hmm. title match? And you're like, what is happening? So they're get they're they're eating they're eating crow on that one, but whoever the producer for that match should be fucking bad. At least off so the air bad. for four weeks, like. Yeah. You'd, you'd, <laughs> it's the VR thing. Good process, boys. Good decision. Um, it's just, it's mad. I don't know. It's what can you do? What can you do? Just make things um, make sense. It's really yeah. not that fucking difficult. Like I'd love to know the logic that went into it. What's the three D chess they thought they were playing? Like it doesn't make no any idea. sense. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, what do you think of the human trafficking of Ric Flair? The human trafficking of Ric Flair. Well, it was a gift for Sting. So Tony Khan bought him and brought him there as a gift. Well, let's Is that just... not human trafficking? Well, look at the <laughs> way I see it, right? Fuck him. Yeah. Pretty much. Poor, 
you know, Ric Flair is, is, is one of those people that probably, you know, could possibly have been in prison for many different things over the years. But uh, we'll leave that one alone. Yeah, it's it, it's just interesting after he's had his little Vince McMahon rant two weeks ago and then he brings Ric Flair out. You're like, yeah. Tony, man, come on. You, you're, you're, you're online enough to know how this is going to look. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's odd. So what's the story? Like, he's, Ric Flair is just going to be there every week when Sting's yeah. having matches or... Um, as Ric Flair, not as, as Ric Flair said, but as Thing said, he wants him there for uh, everything for the last few right. years. Make it make sense, I suppose. But that's what he said. Yeah, odd. Um, very, very fucking odd. I don't get it. Um, yeah, I would. Did they? Very did they cancel if... his Legends deal? Is he still getting his Legends deal and AW paychecks? There's the real. This is the question that we need to talk about at the at these press conferences after the pay per views. We need to find out from Triple H and Tony Khan who's paying them because we need to know this. This is important. <laughs> like, I always thought Legends deals excluded people from appearing. It's kind of a, an exclusivity thing, right? It's like a retainer, yeah. So maybe he's not on a Legends deal anymore. Maybe not. Are they still releasing toys and video games with Ric Flair on them? You know what I mean? Like, this is there a new WWE game this month? Is, is, not in terms no, they of do the WrestleMania game. now, don't they? They do the yeah. yeah sorry, yeah, yeah. Be interesting to see if he's in the next WWE game. If it's it, it, just it? yeah, it's interesting. The man has a, an enormous tax bill, supposedly. So maybe Tony Khan, because he's friends with Tony Khan. He was at Amazing. one of Rick's weddings or something long before AEW. There's pictures of it. So get the fuck out of here. Yeah, so maybe he's he's fucking Rick up with a few quid. Maybe, um, maybe shady. Anyway, I don't. It was like strange. It. it was strange. You could tell the crowd didn't know how to react uh, when he came out. We're like, oh, Rick Flair's here. You're like, oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> no anyway <laughs> look it's a sting thing uh let's just see what happens yeah like poor sting he's he's not had a good time of it because last week he mentioned hulk hogan and that didn't go down too well a lot and of his friends are cancelled you know it is what it is well like he shouldn't have associated with such scumbags throughout his fucking 70 year yeah. career yeah it's one of those things where you, you, you look inward and you're like, oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> but um, you should also be wise enough to know what the reaction is going to be, so maybe don't say certain things. Yeah, there's no way on earth Tony Khan thought bringing Ric Flair out was going to be a positive thing last night. He should have known what Twitter was going to look like last night. Yeah, he, he got about as good at the reception as he was going to get. Yeah, and it hasn't been as bad as I thought it would be, so not too bad. Um, yeah. that's it. Uh, I didn't watch Raw. I'll be honest with you, Fit. Why not? Uh, busy. I just came <laughs> off the nine and ten. I'm, like, I'm in. The, I just finished my nine and ten, so I'm sleepy. And the last thing oh, I needed after the nine and ten was a trip to A and E. I needed a trip to bed. That's what I needed. So I didn't watch Raw. Uh. I heard the Italian 90 in the main event of NXT was good. Um, 
do you know what? It was actually fantastic. Good. It was a so real Valkyrie. coming out party for uh, Lyra. What's um, Lyra Valkyria? That's her name now. Sorry. Yes. yes. Yeah. We must remember their new name. Not their Wait, dead what name. were you about to call her? Valkyrie. So oh, full yeah. OTT. <laughs> yeah. Bless. Yeah. yeah well, she's I mean, very it's good. still in she's her name. Good. It's going to be hard to get rid of that one. It's like I keep calling it Alistair Black. I was like, do you want to call yourself Malachi Black? I'm going to call you Alistair Black. I can't help it. It is what it is. <laughs> Yeah, bless. Uh, so she won the NXT title. Becky, we all predicted that her beating Tiffany f- for the title was for her to drop it back to her, to put her over. Mm. Which is interesting. So I wonder if Stratton just getting called up. Well, it's hard to know what they're doing these days because there's so many weird things happening. Yeah. They had five women's matches last night. Yeah, they're or doing that breakout tournament. Yeah, it's wild. It is wild. what it is. It is um, what it is. So if you're watching Dynamite and you're complaining about a lack of women's matches, if you, if you, if you were, uh, you had courage in your convictions, watch NXT. You know, if you're this much of a supporter, perhaps give NXT a shot because it's like three or four women's matches every fucking week. But mm. they won't do that because it won't get Even the likes on Twitter. Why oh, jeez, you can't be saying that. You can't be saying the, that now, sorry. The tide no. is starting to turn. With the ratings, I think it's becoming a little bit more in vogue to watch NXT. So maybe it might be something that uh, maybe. the internet revert to. Well, you, you've, you've, you've stumbled onto a little segue there. Uh, NXT have beaten AEW in the ratings again this week on a random non-loaded up non-undertaker john cena match or john cena appearance mm. nxt just, just a halloween havoc halloween havoc mm-hmm. what is halloween havoc number two surely they'll do way more ratings than AEW next week um, well they won't have half of ireland watching it so they'll probably struggle a bit <laughs> that's true yeah the uh, the irish nielsen ratings push them over the top there for the uh, all ireland we should have just called it the all ireland the all ireland main event it was right there for you, Steve. Yeah, yeah. That's you, mad. You let yourself down there that time. Look, you know, fair play to them. Uh, Becky has uh, her, Becky has used her star power to put somebody else over. So it's not often we see this, unfortunately. Yeah. So. Good for, for her. Sure. There's no way the idea of... There's no way anyone's plan was, yeah, let's have Becky Lynch go down there and uh, take the title off our big star and then put over her friend. So that had a lot of political power and push to it. So fair fucks to her. Um, what else? Roman has shown up this week. Yeah, SmackDown's on FS1 him. this week. So the, the ratings are going Ooh. to fall through the floor. That's why they had to get Roman off the couch. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say, right, SmackDown has been appointment viewing for me for the last maybe two months or so. Right. I will go out of my way to watch SmackDown either live or over the weekend. That's probably my main show that I'll watch these days. Interesting. It's an easier now, watch. It's two hours. Absolutely. And with the benefit of having it on the Skybox, you can skip ads very quickly. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Other than that, Collision will be next in line. But again, the random bookie makes that hard to watch at times. They, they had a class match with... Who is it? Danielson and... Oh, I have fallen out of Collision. I do enjoy Collision anytime I see it, but I, I, I haven't watched it in the last few weeks. 
or haven't even watched mm. YouTube clips in the last few weeks. So I'm, I'm a bit out of the loop. Fair. No, um, it was very, very good. Uh, Orange Cassidy, I think it was, because he had a title match. Oh, yes. Oh, no. Sorry, it was Christian. It was TNT title match he had. Uh, Brian Danielson, Christian. Can you imagine how good that could be like? Christian I need is to watch that. MVP in AEW for the last yeah. month and a half. Yeah, so maybe. it's the MGF story, and it's just the general Christian verse. Yeah. Uh, which is also good. Edge bad, Christian good. <laughs> no, Edge Edge good, Christian good now. He's in he's in AW, so he's good now. Oh. Which right. is exactly what we thought would happen. <laughs> nobody predicted that. No, nobody saw that coming. Uh, People fishing for likes on Twitter? No. Not no. at all. No. Um Melgar Solid Collection. Um oh. So what are you actually missing out of your extensive collection that is going to be passed to me upon your untimely death? Which is a couple of weeks away based on my current status. Um, uh, not much. Shareholder editions of uh, two and three and Korean, edition, Korean editions of three. Um, that's all I'm missing in terms of like, so this handheld stuff that I don't bother with um because this weren't prevalent over here there's ghost babble and things like that and the vita version of metal solid hd collection for 2011 which was in my hands i worked in the shop at the time it was there i could have just done what we normally do and let it rot in the shelf for five months in the in the drawer until it goes to a fiver i just didn't think you know you uh, silly so, fool yep it was right there probably sold it off for a tenner myself uh, and now it's, yeah 70 80 quid i'm not willing to spend that kind of money on a game that's 15 years old but no how much um 70 80 euros it's not within what i'm willing to pay uh this collection isn't built off of price tag it's just work you know that kind of way it's not it's not like look at this expensive collection no i'm not willing i'm not spending stupid money on games that i'm never going to play just to sit in the shelf these are all uh carefully crafted well-placed uh purchases over the years uh that's kind of the kind of purchases you make when you were the manager of a game shop and or buyer you know that kind of way you can influence <laughs> price tags <laughs> uh don't want to talk about that one tam that was a personal purchase uh <laughs> i have two versions of twin snakes um but yeah Anyway, uh, it's true. in. Uh, the Steam version is just as bad as everyone said it was because, you know, PC ports does it rarely does it go well. Um, you cannot like alt tab on two or three. If you alt tab the game. So basically the game is either full screen or minimized. If you alt tab, the game is minimized and your fucking PC starts going insane because <laughs> the game that's running is minimized how they don't have a windowed option is insane i don't really understand it uh there's a launcher for each of the games so when you install the games you get the the, the executable and you get a launcher and how do you have you a launcher and an executable and you cannot change re resolution or just windowed just going to windowed doesn't work i've tried everything I'm trying to, I, I looked up stuff and, you know, how to launch a game, not to force a game on Steam to launch in a window. It doesn't work. Nothing works. It's mental. 
So I'm sitting on... So the plan was Wednesday night I was going to stream it. Um, but I can't because I have a single ultra-wide. And I'm forced into full screen. So if I had two monitors, I could stream it. Uh, like, I, I can still stream it, but like, I wouldn't be able to check, you know, the OBS type thing that I use to stream it because <laughs> I can't see it. Um, so I'd have to like get my phone out and watch to make sure the stream is okay on my own phone <laughs> because the whole screen is taken up and the giant black bars e- either side, 720p image forced onto a 1440p ultra wide. It doesn't look good. You know, it's not good. Uh, console versions are sailing along, doing very well. But yeah, what but are you going to do? Why don't you um, get the old monitor out and hook it up that way? Nah, nah, you've seen my desk. It's it's very cur- it's, it's curated in terms of things that are placed very, here. I, I have a very, uh, I have a very minimi- or minimalist desk. I can't be dealing with more monitors. I bought the single ultra wide to get rid of monitors and cables. Uh, I'm not dealing with that. So it's not happening. Ooh la la. Ooh la la all you want. Ooh it's la not la. happening. <laughs> Coward. No, just tidy. Tidy and old. Anyway, um, that'll do it, I think. Our 17-minute podcast went an hour and 13 minutes. Respectable. Mm-hmm. Not bad, not bad. Um, I don't, Gordo wasn't here, so I don't know where you can find the episode next week. Um, if you're listening on Spotify, I'd say just check Spotify, maybe or Apple Podcasts. You know, it's hard to know where you found us, so you know where to find us again. I mean, yeah, allegedly, but will that work That's next week? The name week? of the podcast. Yeah, you would assume that wherever you're listening now, we'll also have it next week. But Gordo wasn't here to confirm, so who knows? Roll a dice. We'll see what happens. Also, uh, boo oh, canvas theory, boo. Gordo's uh, boarding now. Catch you later, gents. Much love and piss. Much love and piss to you also, Gordo. Um, yeah, good stuff. Uh, WrestlingSoup.com all, also. We'll definitely be there. We don't know if we'll be on any of the other podcast services next week that you're currently listening to this on. Maybe we're mm. not there next week, but we're always going to be on WrestlingSoup.com. So shout out to the boys there. Because they're so much yeah, uh, Discord link is in our Twitter, which is at the AW Pod. Uh, we we had a nice little game of Among Us last weekend, Fitz, with some new friends we who, we who randomly joined the server. Characters, there were yeah, very interesting characters. I uh, I've I've created a new role in Discord. Uh, if you want to be notified when we're playing Among Us, let me know or just post in any channel and we'll add you to it. And I've added them to it, but I think I might remove them from it. It's to be honest with you, because it was a bit <laughs> touch and go. I li- I've left them in there now just in case we need numbers, but yeah, they were a bit they were very drunk. They were very, very drunk people. Yeah. And they were a bit hard to deal with. Are, are a bit hard to understand at the best of times. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> it was Sorry, like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so they're currently still in there. Uh, if you want to be added to it, let me know. We play a, we'll, we'll probably play a bit of Among Us tomorrow night if we have numbers, but I don't think we will have numbers because Fitz's gone. Actually, we'll definitely not be playing anything tomorrow night because you're away, Nick's no, away, and Gordo's away. Imagine if Konami, in their infinite wisdom, would have allowed a windowed option on their fucking $60 release so that we could stream the fucking game. And that's Friday Night Stream covered. Nah, that'll never get over. 
FML, F all of our L's. Do you know what you do, Steve, right? Mm -hmm. Do you know what you do? Do you know what you do, right? Hook up the old Xbox Mm -hmm. and stream that. No. Why not? I'll have to spend like 160 quid to buy the fucking capture card. Can't be arsed. Take it out of the old uh, holiday fund, the wedding fund. Oh, that is depleted. (laughs) Stephen's not allowed to spend money anymore. <laughs> Cowards, we're done. No, the Italy holiday hurt us enough. Uh, my uh, my training fund, I think you're calling it. My uh, my oh, use yes. my training use fund for work. My my uh, my uh, account that I charge things back to is depleted yes. due to the oh. uh, Italy holiday. That was oh. more expensive than. And then the TV, that also hurt. You shouldn't have got TV had to be replaced. TV. Well, look, if you replace it, you go bigger, go home. You know. Uh. You might as well That's buy said, our cutting edge television. <laughs> Boys, we're out of here. Uh, have a good one. Say good night, Mo. Good night, everybody. Good night, Mo. Good night, Mo.